Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode quattro of Get the Flick Out of Here. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Pulaski, and with me is my co-host, Kate. Kate Elizabeth, how's it, how's it going, Kate? Well, as we were talking about right before we got on air, um, I'm drinking this gallon of water mm-hmm. per day now, mm-hmm. so I can tell you I am hydrated. But I frequently have to run to the bathroom. So we're going to make it through this without having to go. But this is my friend. I called her Galene. Mm-hmm. And she's mm-hmm. here to join us for the show, too. Mm-hmm. This is very unlike you, Kate. I have a feeling that you've only started this new behavior very recently. I'm wondering <laughs> if you may have been replaced by an alien. What in the- uh, this is the show where on the Know Your News Network where we talk about uh, weird, crazy, slash dumb ep- uh, episodes of television and movies. We did this a movie. This was all three. This yeah. was weird and dumb and crazy all in one. Yeah. Uh, we did a movie last week, and that was so bad uh, that we decided to go back to doing it this week. Uh, but I think this is- we're only waiting I- 40 minutes at a time instead of two hours right and i think i may have i think we may have hit on the the secret sauce that's going to make this show work now um in that uh there's all these shows that are out there that are um that are like you don't you don't have to watch the episodes back to back to know anything that's going on right it's not a continuity it's not a continuity based show they're just like it's just out there um and uh, like all these shows on TLC or HGTV or all these things of like, you know, uh, that like you just, you just you drop in, you watch an episode, you move on with your life. Um, but there are so many of these shows and so many episodes of these shows that that Kate can watch an episode that I haven't watched. and She can tell me all about it. Uh, and my natural reaction would be to say, get the flick out of here, because it'll be so crazy and shocking and dumb that I won't believe it. And also, I could watch a completely different episode of the same show, and I could report back to Kate, and she could say, "Get the flick out of here," because that would be impossible. So, um, uh, I think I think that might be something we're going to try here for a little while. And I I picked I think I'll I'll own up to this, Kate. I have been doing a South Park rewatch, <laughs> um, and I just got to in the episode I believe it's season fifteen. There is a, a Thanksgiving episode. Uh, where uh, where the boys um, find out that Thanksgiving um, was all all started by the aliens, and they find this out because they don't want to do a report um, and read about Thanksgiving. They just want to watch TV. So what do they do? They turn on the History Channel because it's the History Channel. They can't lie to us about what's going on. It's got to be real so we can watch TV to do our book report. And what do they watch? They watch an episode of Ancient Aliens. About how the aliens started Thanksgiving. Now it's all, of course, it's crazy and and it goes spirals out of control as South Park episodes are wont to do. But I was like, I remember that show, Ancient Aliens. That was a crazy show. I think I might have watched an episode or two in my time. But I would like to know what it would be like to watch an episode of that and report back to Kate. And then Kate could watch a different episode and report back to me. And we could figure out if this whole deal will actually bear fruit. This is a lot of this is a lot of the show is going to be us figuring out what the best way to do this is because it's just we're just playing by ear. Right away, the fact that this was on the History Channel, mm. yeah, makes me skeptical about 
all of history right. and especially the history channel yes I have a lot yeah. of questions. Yeah, there's and and and, and well warranted. Those questions uh, certainly are. So I think for the purposes of this episode, we should just be as bought into the conspiracy theory as possible. What do you think? Um, you want to just commit? Uh, you you're you're more than welcome to. I think I'm going to commit, and then also I I will have no choice but to but to be a little sarcastic about about the, the possibilities of what what might have happened. Just the the. What this is, is that this show hypothesizes that aliens may or may not have been in control of literally everything that has ever happened on planet Earth. And I say may or may not have been because they always are very careful to say, might blankety blank have happened because of aliens? Evidence points to yes. So they say yes, but they also say is it possible that that, that might have happened? Um, so they're not saying aliens definitely did this shit. They're saying maybe it was aliens. So um, uh, there are a lot of these, like you know, people of like, well, maybe aliens built the pyramids. Like it's just it's that far back, and like they're so crazy, so gigantic, and they they don't really make a lot of sense. Um, or maybe aliens did Stonehenge. You never know. And there's all stuff like that. Um, crop circles crop circles sure um all those kind of things but this presupposes that literally aliens have been doing everything all the time and uh and and the people they have on who are experts in this field educated are, uh, people a lot of them a lot of them have phds after Doctors, their names yeah and i want to know what universities accredited these people but other than that, it is a lot of fun to hear people say, this is what is happening. I know it for a fact. And 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 also, uh, I have apparently not seen the sunlight in several years because if you look at the pale pallor of my skin. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, it, these, are, these are very good. So well, I went through, and uh, I believe 150 of these episodes are available on the Hulu. Um, but there have been 210 episodes of this series dating back to like 2009 i think um and i went through and just looked at a few episodes where the titles popped out to me um uh, and, and one of them was an episode it was in season two uh which was called aliens and the third reich and if you know the history channel they love them some nazis not in that way but they do love talking about the Nazis because it's a very, it's a very uh, um, uh, rich time in our history. A lot of things happened surrounding that time period, and their target audience is old enough to remember World War II. Uh, the History Channel is so. I think that's probably why they love doing that. But I just love the idea of let's find out uh, what what the aliens had to do with the Nazis. So I will talk about that, and then Kate has one going even further back in time, and we'll talk about that in a bit. Okay, so first, the whole thing, the whole thing presupposes that Hitler always said the Nazis had the best weapons, the most advanced weapons. He, he always said that the Nazis were going to win World War II. The Nazis were going to take over the world. And this woman, 
I forget her name, who was a doctor of these kind of things or a, an author of some kind, says, what gave Hitler the confidence to assert that he was definitely going to win World War II? And my first thought was, because he was a megalomaniac and a crazy person? Yeah, I mean, that Gonna might have been right it. right there. Yeah. Love the confidence of Hitler. Like, <laughs> this is framed in such a way of just yep. like, he just had a great like girl gang around him that were like, yes, honey, you are going to crush it in World War II. Mm -hmm. Self-care. Don't forget mm -hmm. to wash your face every night and make your bed every morning. But you are just going to crush World War II. You're going to do <laughs> so good. We love you so much. You look great. Oh, my God. There are so many bad jokes um, uh, that I can't make. <laughs> uh, where did he get the, the in... The inhuman confidence, like yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it, it, he must simply be an alien. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So no, he right wasn't... away, Hitler was an alien. No, Hitler's not okay. an alien. But, but this whole thing presupposes that they had alien technology. That's it. So Nazis were not aliens; they just had access to alien technology. Yes. That may or may not have been gifted to them by, by aliens. aliens. Because if there's one thing we know about the aliens, they hated the Jews. Just just not sure, a big yeah. fan, not a big fan of the Jews, the aliens. They a lot hated of people hear aliens and think green and scaly. They yeah. were like, not nah, blonde yeah. hair, blue eyed. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it's in this episode. So um the, the thing starts with a book by somebody Van, whose last name is Van Helsing. And anytime you get like Van Helsing coming around writing a book about about the Nazis and aliens, you're like, I don't know if this guy's credible, but I think it's because I think his great grandfather fought Dracula, so it should be fine. Um, uh, this the only source they give for this next thing is this book by a guy named Van Helsing in 1936 in the Black Forest in Germany, near a small town called Freiburg. A flying saucer crashed. And then, within a few hours, the SS took possession of the flying saucer. People who lived in Freiburg went out to the woods after this big explosion. They saw a flying saucer. They looked inside. Apparently, you just look inside a flying saucer. And there were dead aliens in there. And so they alerted the, the authorities. The already existed. In 1936, uh, a version of it, Hitler was in power, so... Okay. They're what's called the SS, his his top guys, whatever. They were coming up. Yeah. Got it. Uh, and so they took possession of this flying saucer As and, and the alien the dead aliens within. And uh they they took it back to their secret hideout in Wevelsburg Castle. Um, and they immediately started to begin reverse engineering the tech that they found in that they started like Hey, here's this, here's this, I don't know, this, there's all this stuff in here. Let's see if we can make it ourselves, said the, said the Nazis. Um, this is so, all. By the way, a great plan of attack, like that thing crashed and killed people. Let's see if we can mimic the technology. Oh, sure. Absolutely. The yeah. unsuccessful thing. There's one source on it. It's this book, mm -hmm. this Van Helsing book. No one mm -hmm. else has written about this. No, no. 
maybe they have, but this is the only, this is like in his book, he says this happened. They don't say this thing happened, which I guess you would do if there were like contemporaneous news reports about it in like, you know, the Freiburg times or whatever. But yeah, like, like even Wikipedia is like, we got a footer with some links in it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. So what, one of the, the big scientists who was part of this whole thing, like figuring out how to replicate the flying saucer was a guy named Victor Schauberger. And he created. Sounds like a fast food restaurant. Yeah. Yes, true. Schauberger. Yeah. <laughs> Try our Schauberger sauce today. Come on down to Victor's Chow Burgers. We got the most chow in our burgers. Um, chow? Chow. Um, so, uh, he, um, his grandson took us on a tour of a museum dedicated to Victor Schauberger. Uh, and one of the things in it is a, um, a model of what he called the Repulsion Engine, which spins very, very fast. Um, and it would be placed, according to Schauberger, in his diagrams, at the front of a plane or a submarine, and it would spin, and it would create a vortex in front of it that would pull the craft through it. It would not be propelled from behind. It would be pulled into it. That was his thing. It sucked into a field of whatever this is. That was his idea. And Sounds in 19... like this technology should be applied to battle bots. Yeah, it does. It's true. <clears throat> um, in 1939, they developed the very first flying saucer. It was called the Hanabu. Um, all the, they, they, apparently, this was created, but it was never actually used by the Nazis. They have one really blurry photograph of it and a bunch of diagrams. And it was built like a flying saucer. It's like a disc shape with a dome on top and a dome underneath. It was supp supposedly ma manned by 10 men and it was supposed to be able to fly up and down like anti-gravity stuff. And this is where they get into the whole thing about how um, a bunch of the people who work for Hitler uh, read a bunch of stuff from ancient India. And in ancient India, there were these things called the Vimanas, which were like crazy advanced weapons wielded by the gods but what if the gods weren't gods but were actually aliens, aliens. suggestions so, so um so basically this whole thing also ropes into ancient india and like ganesh and um all, all these other like hindu uh, shiva all these different hindu gods are all actually aliens Oh my god, I have some Hindu slash ancient civilization crossover in Probably. my app. Probably. Um, uh, there's a lot of that. Um, so there's this one guy who's uh, bearded, <laughs> talks a little bit like Sam Elliott, very, very deep, gravelly uh, Texas accent, wearing an Indiana Jones hat. He's an author. I don't know what he actually has authority, but, he, but, he, but his, his quote that I love, that I had to put in my notes in all caps, was this. Almost all my life, I heard the Nazis had a flying saucer. And I was like, wait a minute, who told you this? Who is this person? I never heard the Nazis had a flying saucer. When I was five, Grandpa sat me down on his knee and told me 
for the rest of your life, you're yeah. gonna hear about how the Nazis had a flying saucer. That's right. Um, so we did. I don't know if you know. This is something I had heard before. The the swastika is not actually this symbol of hate originally. Uh, it's like three thousand years old. It's it's comes back from the Sanskrit. It's a Sanskrit word meaning mark of good fortune. You can see that particular symbol literally all over the world. Now, it really, it's easy to believe, honestly, that all these other cultures kind of lucked into it. It's a bunch of lines with right angles. It's not like it's a crazy symbol that would require like intricate drawing. It's it's a bunch of right angles that all meet in the middle, okay? It's not that clever, and I feel like I've, people have accidentally drawn it since sure. so yes. that's how basic it is right so their thing is because it, it appeared all over the world it's actually an alien symbol that anytime you see this the swastika all over the world in thousands of years that it was aliens that put it there um and so that be, but there but if it is an alien symbol then why did hitler choose it as the symbol for the nazis is it because he was trying to communicate with the aliens? Of course. We we can't know that that wasn't the reason, so therefore it was the reason. That's their whole thing. That is the theme of the series <laughs> I have gleaned, yeah. Okay, so a bunch of the people who were very high up in the Nazis, belong, according to these people, and honestly, I don't know if any of them are just lying or whatever, or like somebody, some, one guy in the room was like, Here's this thing that's happening. Everyone else is like, well, that guy seems pretty confident. I'll go along with it. But everybody seems to back up the idea that a bunch of these high-ranking Nazis were in something called the Vril, which is a secret society that believes in time travel and uh, ancient aliens and all this kind of stuff. Um, then it, it, it included such Nazi bigwigs as Heinrich Himmler, head of the SS, Hermann, Hermann Goering, who was the head of the Air Force, Martin Bormann, who was the head of the actual Nazi political party. Um, Who's they, who of Nazis here? Right. And, and this is just this is just, just a, a smattering of the top ones. And they said they all believed they were, they specifically, were um, descendants of aliens who came from the Aldebaran solar system. And all of these aliens from Aldebaran were all superhumans they all had very fair skin had light hair blue eyes and they were all called Aryans so according to these people on this show they weren't like that the reason they were super into the super master races they believe they believed they were all aliens and that they were going to like repopulate the earth with aliens what's the source that this real was apparently there's i they didn't they didn't specifically say like all these people like because they didn't give a specific source and they were they were all saying and i guess like well i was like i i guess this is this is a, a agreed upon thing in these circles but one of the one of the things that they that the narrator will often do in the in this show is say mainstream historians think this but ancient astronaut theoreticians believe so like now wait a minute <laughs> mainstream historians poo poo mainstream historians ancient astronaut 
theoreticians. Those are the people we should be listening to. Um, the Vril employed a whole bunch of psychics and medians, mediums who believe they could see the future, um, but they weren't seeing the future. They were just talking to aliens. That's what, that's what they actually believed. Um, the women in the Vril uh, all wore their hair very, very long because they believed it was an antenna for easy, more easily speaking to aliens. I can, I can speak to that being true. Yeah. Like yeah. when I have had like a bob, yeah, hardly any aliens. When my hair is like shoulder length or yeah. below, yeah, I talk to aliens all the time. All the time, they just you can't you can't keep them out. I do yeah. appreciate that there was no sexism in the real. Like I mm -hmm. think it's way ahead of their time and conflicting with their ideologies. Yeah, that there were you know equal rights in the real. Um. Maria Orsich was the most famous of these, um, uh, and uh, she believed they could communicate with aliens. She was kind of like the spiritual advisor of the Vril. Um, the idea of Nazis having spiritual advisors is hilarious. Yeah. Like, um, now, um, we know a little bit about this, and it's, it has in mainstream popular culture. Uh, there, the Indiana Jones movies of the Nazis being obsessed with finding the Holy Grail, uh, the Ark of the Covenant. That was true. Like, um, um, that um, Hitler wanted to get these things because he believed, A, that they actually were real and existed. And if he got them, he could use them to create a super army that would march over the world. Yeah, Hitler but, didn't seem like the most mentally stable of dudes. No, but why was he so confident, though? It's weird. Why was he so confident? Um, he just, like, listened to Demi Lovato on blast. <laughs> he was always hydrated and... Yeah. Um, so... Took his vitamins. He wasn't trying to find ancient um, uh, artifacts of God. Because, remember, gods don't exist. Aliens exist. Aliens, so these were all alien weapons that were that were passed that were passed down all this stuff. So that that is actually love an alien tradition. Thing. Yeah. Love tradition. Right. So um they built um all their rockets were were much better than the Allied rockets. Uh all of their weapons that they were they were the first to split the atom. The Germans were. Um but they did it kind of by accident. Like they actually say it on the show that they didn't know what they were doing when they split the atom first. And they were like, holy shit, we could actually use this. But then in the next sentence, they were like, what made them so smart they were able to split the atom? Well, you just said they did it by accident. So like maybe they weren't that smart. They were just like, they were like, whoopsie daisy. Uh, we split the atom. Um, but uh, this guy, Dr. Herman, I believe it was Herman, Oberth uh, was quoted as saying, we were helped by people from other worlds. But the aliens, because they wanted to repopulate the Earth with Aryans, which are actually aliens, they were like, hey, Hitler, love what you're doing. Big fan. How about you take some of our crazy weapons and blow up the world? Wouldn't that be great? Um, and he's like, yeah. Um, so these are... These are um, so smart. Mm -hmm. Don't you think yeah. as aliens, you choose a word that doesn't sound like alien adjacent? 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like alien and Aryan sound too close. Yeah, yes, exactly. If you're um, that smart that you're out there splitting atoms and all this so, futuristic technology, yeah. I think maybe disguise the word a little better. So we are going to uh, take over the world and repopulate with aliens. What do you say? I said uh, Aryans. Aryans. That's what we're... Aryans, not aliens. <laughs> Why would you think I said aliens? That's crazy. I would never say that. I mean, Aryans. That's much more <laughs> regular. Like, that's a much more regular thing for me to say. So I said that. Um, so uh, they, here's the thing. Um, they stopped working on the A-bomb. They were very close to, cre to actually finishing the A-bomb. Um, and they stopped working on it. Now, Mainstream historians will have you believe, like nerds, <laughs> that it was because uh, Hitler had had to split his army on two fronts. Because this is actually true. Hitler was an idiot who decided he was going to attack Stalin for no fucking reason. Stalin's like, "Listen, you do whatever you fucking care. Just don't mess with Russia." And Hitler's like, "Yeah, I totally won't mess with Russia," and then he did. And so I was like, okay, now I'm going to kill you and I'm going to kick your fucking ass. Um, and so he had to split his, his, uh, his army on two fronts. Money was running short. They didn't have the time to like mess with this thing because it costs a lot of money to do all of that. They needed all their engineers to build more rockets for the, for the here and the now, Why not for they later. they use alien engineers? I don't, they're, 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 I don't know. Um, so, uh, or that um, some of the engineers working on the project actively sabotaged it because they realized that if they made the bomb for Hitler, he would just like literally blow up the world. Um, so they were like, let's not make sure we don't give him this thing. Mainstream historians would have you believe all of that. However, of course they would. Ancient alien astronaut theoreticians believe that they actually stopped working on that to do something even better, which was to build a time machine. Yes, that's right. The Nazis built a time machine. The people on the show say not only did they try to build a time machine, did they try to design a time machine? These motherfuckers say they built that shit. It's, it got built. It, it was done. They used it, say the people on this show. In Poland... There's a, there's a small city in Poland. Uh, it's ruins now, but at the time when it was taken over by Hitler, um, they fortified it, the, German, the Germans did, with like these concentric security rings. And at the center of the most uh, fortified one um, stood a thing called the Henge. It was a man-made like a Stonehenge thing, but at the top, there was a ring that connected it. It was all made out of concrete, right? Now, mainstream historians would have you believe this was just the uh, foundation for a cooling tower for a nearby coal mine. But this random dude from Poland says that there's no way the Germans would have committed that much resources to this small little town. Um, uh, if it was just an energy plant there, there must have been something more. Uh, so they said that they built something called Die Glocke, which is German for 
the bell. And um, uh, uh, <laughs> Sam Elliott sounding dude in the Indiana Jones hat says, <laughs> it's not even clear how much Hitler knew about it. And I was like, okay, so now you're now, now I'm into now, now you make, make me this fictional version of a movie where Hitler's top lieutenants are trying to build a time machine to get the fuck out of 1945 Germany because they know the shit's coming and they're not even going to tell Hitler about it. That's funny. Um, and it's a, it's a, the bell is, looks like a bell. It's got all these like, these Sanskrit carvings on it, which I guess is what makes it work according to the frill. And um, it's not so, it, like they, they made it, they built it. We have, we have, we have those diagrams of it. Um, and people are like, well, this wouldn't be used as like a flying machine because the, the, the aerodynamics are all off. So what if it wasn't supposed to actually move through the air, but it was actually supposed to move through space and time. And so they theorize that if you, you could sit inside the bell, that you could fit comfortably four adults inside it, and that it would spin fast enough and then open a wormhole to another planet or another dimension or another time. We're not sure, but that is what they were working on, says Sam Elliott, Indiana Jones hat guy. Um, we know that's what they're working on. I don't He He says it. Remember, he was the one who was told at five years old that the Nazis built a flying mean, saucer. Who's more reliable than that guy? Right. So um, uh, they they say, okay, so there's this guy, Hans Kammler. Okay. And this guy, Hans Kammler, was in charge of the bell. Your face just, your tone shot. You were like, this guy. Now, this Tell me about this guy. This is very interesting. This guy, Hans Kammler, he's in charge of the project. Okay. Now there was a rumor at the time that he was planning on defecting to the enemy. But then, after all those rumors of him potentially defecting to the Allies, um, he disappeared. I wonder what happened to that guy. Maybe, maybe he did defect, or or maybe the rumors of him defecting got him killed and buried in an unmarked shallow grave somewhere out in the forest outside of this area. We know for a fact all of the engineers who worked on, uh, at least we know for a fact, according to these people, that uh, the, all the engineers who worked on this project were killed, executed by the SS, because they had too much information they could have given to somebody else. So... They say, no, Hans Kammler wasn't killed in retaliation for wanting to defect. He didn't successfully defect. That's what mainstream historians would have you believe. We believe he took the bell to a different planet. Not only did Hans Kammler do it, but a bunch of these elite members of the Vril, including Maria Orsic, who was their spiritual advisor, all disappeared. Now, there were a lot of like, this is Poland at the end of the war when all the Russians were coming through and the Russians weren't kind about traveling west to Berlin. 
Like they burned everything. They raped all the women. They killed everybody they saw. They didn't go around like caring who the people were, what the insignias were on their chest, how high ranking the officers were. If they saw you, you were German, you got a bullet in the brain case and they left you where you fell and moved on. Very good chance that all of these elite members of the Vril just got killed. But no, these people say they all obviously got piled into the bell and then took the bell to a different time. Um, and I this just is, sound like one of those mainstream historians. I do. When you, I do. When you start drawing conclusions like that. Now, in 1965, in Kecksburg, Pennsylvania, there was a flying saucer that crashed. And it looked like the bell. They said that that the um that that american soldiers came and took it away but the people who saw it in kecksburg pennsylvania in 1965 said it looked like a big acorn but if you take an acorn you know like with the the bigger rounder top of the top and then you it's like the little bulbous end of the take an acorn and turn it upside down it kind of looks like a bell so maybe Maybe 1945, bunch of elite Nazis got into the bell and just said, we got to get out of here. The Russians are almost here. Where are we going? I don't know. Set it 20 years in the future. Boom. 1965. Now, I don't know why they didn't land in Poland in 1965. I didn't make the bell. Maybe they figured out how to move it from place to place. But that's the thing. And... um. And the thing is that that the the Nazis, when the when the 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 aliens came out of the bell and then ran off into the forest, but maybe the aliens, because they looked like they were wearing uniforms, say the people in Kecksburg, according to this one guy. But maybe they weren't aliens wearing uniforms. Maybe they were wearing Nazi uniforms and nobody ever saw those people again. And they disappeared into the forests of Pennsylvania. But they were probably not, not aliens, but they were Nazi time travelers who were, honestly, if you think about it, actually aliens because they were all Aryans. Um, it's and, always like some rural part of Pennsylvania. Yeah. Nobody ever, like... Time travels and crashes in like Chicago. Nope. No, no, nobody ever lands in Union Square. Nope. Yeah, it's so too, weird. Too um, and so uh then they go into this whole thing about how after um the Germans fell, uh all their top scientists <clears throat> wound up in America because as ah, yeah, six million Jews. What's a little six million Jews between friends? What we need you to do is build a giant bomb so we can bomb Japan and then threaten to bomb Russia for the next 60 years. Cool. Um, and they were like, yeah, as long as you don't kill us, we'll do whatever you want. Um, so Werner von Braun was the head of the of all the weapons division, all the rocket division in uh, in Germany. And they got brought over to America. 
and this this is a part that I actually do agree with, which is actually kind of weird. Um, that one guy makes a point of like the Americans didn't have a rocket program. Like the Amer we got to the moon in '69. We got put up all our satellites. We did all of that because the Germans who we brought over after World War II built all that shit. They did all that. We didn't kind of we, adopted was, a program more than developed. Right, one. right. So we didn't have. It wasn't like a Russian space program versus an American space program. It was a Russian space program versus a German space program. We didn't know what the hell we were doing, but these guys were like, "Yeah, put these things all together." Like blah 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 blah. And how did they know how to build spaceships so well if they weren't aliens? Uh, and one guy says, "Hey." Uh, I talked to Werner von Braun in 1970. Uh, I was in an Air Force base. We were looking at um, uh, unclassified stuff and say, how did you guys develop all that technology so fast? I asked him. And he said, we had help. Help? From who? From them. Hmm. Like, when you say them, what do you mean? Uh, and he gestures toward a bunch of photos of UFOs. And so this one dude says, who there was nobody else in the room, says, I talked to Werner von Braun, and he told me that aliens helped them build all the stuff, so therefore it happened. Um, and so that's that's where we leave off, is that um, that all the stuff that we created was, was actually alien technology that was given to the Germans because the aliens were like, we like the, we like the Nazis. We're big fans of the Nazis because we... We really want the um, uh, the whole the whole world populated with with Aryans. Did I say Aryans? I meant aliens. Wait, no, I meant Aryans. I uh, it, it all sounds very plausible. Mm. I think my favorite part is the bell. Yeah. Like that yeah. happened in my episode too, where I was like, my favorite part doesn't have to do with aliens so much. Well, I mean, like the bell is the thing. Like they, the technology they used to build the time machine was all given to them by aliens. Right, but like it's more the time travel part that's fun, right? You know, right. They, they, they say they probably traveled to another planet, but what if they traveled to another time? So it's just like. Everybody says, like, if you could time travel, you got to go back and stop the Nazis. No one's ever turned that on its head before and been like, what if you're the Nazis? Then what do you do? What if? And, honestly, is... kind of selfish. If you could time travel to later, why wouldn't you be like, I just had this firsthand experience. It's getting out of control. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love the idea that, like, if you were a Nazi... Um, what if, like, instead of going back and killing baby Hitler, what if actually, like in Terminator, what if a Nazi time traveled from the end of World War II back in time and was the one who actually impregnated Hitler's mom? Ooh. Like in Terminator, where like Kyle there Reese travels go. back to '84, and actually that's the reason John Connor John Connor has to send his friend Kyle Reese 
back to 1984 so that Kyle Kyle Reese can bone John Connor's mom. Otherwise, the John Connor wouldn't even exist. But like, replace John Connor with Hitler. I yeah. think I, th- I think we got a series right here. I think you're I think you're dead on. It's very Terminator Nazi Back to the Future kind of like all rolled up into yeah a big thing. Yeah. Okay. So what's your episode? Okay. So my episode was dinosaurs and aliens. <laughs> Alex, before today, <laughs> my favorite piece of television. Yes. Was an episode of the West Wing called "In Chelsea's Day Out." It's where Bradley Whitford. Oh, I love it. Oh my God! It's like my favorite piece of television. Bradley Whitford might be my favorite actor, and it's him dealing with the trauma of the shooting mm-hmm. that they had in um, the season finale of yes. episode one. That has been replaced by Into Aliens <laughs> Dinosaurs. My God, this episode had everything. Um, yes. It starts off with your basic stuff about dinosaurs, to be honest. Mm. It didn't didn't immediately grab me. They're telling us that dinosaurs lived and adapted in, in all sorts of environments and that there's like a thousand types of dinosaurs that we know about. And then, Alex, imagine how many aliens we don't know about. Because it's probably thousands. Probably. We focus on the t-rex why wouldn't you honestly why wouldn't we i mean like kind he, of the protagonist of, of he's dinosaurs. the big star he's the big draw he of really the dinosaurs is. Really. he really is um and because we've discovered so much recently about dinosaurs they probably didn't really roar they made kind of like almost this like sissy barking sound we've learned Many of them had feathers and not mm-hmm. scales. Mm-hmm. They're such atypical reptiles mm-hmm. that Alex probably not really even reptilian. Probably not. You know what they probably are? <clears throat> Aliens! <laughs> well, this whole thing is kind of really driven by the scientist who looks like he just woke up or is like trying to pay an homage to einstein with his hair oh um, that guy that guy was in the episode few? that that guy was in the other episode that i watched oh yeah it's gonna be a good one to close yeah. with dr sukalas i think is his name yeah. yeah um and the real crux of this episode is that aliens created dinosaurs on earth got sick of them wiped them out and replaced them with humans so basically, it's like Westworld. Yes. But aliens are in control of the whole thing. Um, and what's amazing is, like, the amount of times that the conclusion just defaults to aliens. <laughs> Much like yours. Yes. Like, goes so far out of its way to default to that. It's incredible. Um, so... There's a few ideas that run wild throughout this episode. One is that because the dinosaurs, which were the most dominant species of anything to ever exist, when you look at it from a time period standpoint, um, that it wasn't a catastrophic natural event that happened, but aliens actually attacked them. Um, To wipe them out is something that's very interesting. Um, 
there's a suggestion that dinosaur bones are radioactive because uh, it was a nuclear attack. Are, are, are dinosaur bones radioactive? There have been some because they've been buried in so many various parts of Earth for so long. Um, and they're like painted with a specific type of paint that makes sure that they're safe to work with. Oh. Um, so like it couldn't possibly be the Earth's elements. It's that they were nuclear attacked, um, which was a very fun one. Um, there seems to be like a great emphasis on how the ancient Mayans had art depicting them with dinosaurs, which they've decided because carbon dating is not a perfect thing that aliens made it so that dinosaurs and humans probably overlapped in existence at some point and that the Mayans weren't drawing themselves with say any other reptile or drawing some sort of lore. Um, but they were in fact just coexisting the same times as as aliens. They do bring up with this. I actually kind of liked like with mass extinction with how dinosaurs were spread out in so many environments and all over the world. Um, and there were so many types of them that like mass extinction doesn't always mean every single thing died. Like things could have survived and evolved, which is probably like how we got birds and other reptiles or like most of them probably died and there still could have been some that were living um, just because there were so many in so many different parts of the world. And when we think dinosaur, we think of like a huge T-Rex situation, right? But Mm -hmm. like there were dinosaurs that were the size of like a chickadee up to like enormous ones. So one would think that like the logical conclusion is that's probably how we got the evolution of like birds and other reptiles. Right. Um, but them coexisting at the same time as the Mayans was really funny to me. And I just really liked that, like, you mean that, that, um, that, uh, that, that, that funny t-shirt that I've seen that has, uh, Jesus riding a T-Rex and it says, teach the controversy. Like that's, that's, that's more like a, a real thing that happened as opposed to a funny meme shirt. That's, uh, you know, to your point, there's like the mainstream historians. Right, right. The mainstream historians would have you yeah. believed that the Flintstones was not a documentary. However. Have you seen how vacuums have evolved over the years? It's true. Clearly it dates back. Um, I just felt like to, you know, the Mayans had like an incredibly advanced society for mm-hmm what they were living in like insane astronomical accuracy considering um they developed language and writing and Mm -hmm. and medicine and agriculture and all these things yes they didn't think that maybe like mayans could draw their own conclusions based off of some fossils like holy shit that's an enormous footprint i bet there was a lizard that was real big one day let's draw some art about it um and my favorite part of all this, like, because they spend a lot of time talking about, like, if the Mayans and dinosaurs existed at the same time, can they coexist? A fun trope that we deal with a lot in wrestling. That the only conclusion of that would be that aliens were making it that way. 
Like there's no uh, way that like that naturally involves in science. And the narrator with like all of this excitement is asked this big question of like, did they coexist? And was it because of aliens? And he goes, the evidence is inconclusive at best. Like, just really letting the wind out of the sails there. It was so funny. So, that was kind of a letdown because I was like probably 60% of the way through this. Yeah. They really sold me a ticket here. And then he's like, we don't really have any evidence of that. Though. Nah. So, nah, probably probably not. But abandon that theory. It'd, it'd, be, it'd be cool to think that it was possible, though. Right, yeah, like really buying into the hypothetical here. They go into carbon dating, which was cool because I didn't remember a ton about it. But basically, you can't determine the age of a dinosaur bone as much as you can determine the age of the deposits that are with that bone. Right. Um, and so one scientist raised what was, I thought, a fair point, like there's a lot of factors that go into it and we have three different periods of dinosaur mm -hmm. history and they span over millions of years. So like the path of the sun's rays can change stuff like biochemical stuff in soil changes stuff. So like, but all of that's just to say like, we might be a couple million years off, but still nowhere near human civilization. Like doesn't really get you very far. Um, but my favorite, my absolute favorite part of this, I mean, my absolute favorite part of this was the talk about asteroids. Big topic of conversation yeah. in the astronomical alien theorist community. Not so much of the street historians no, that you might no. run into. They say that with all of the natural disasters that we have, earthquakes, volcanoes, hurricanes, tsunamis especially, there's not a whole lot that human beings can do to prevent them. But with asteroids, you could hypothetically set up a satellite to hit one and just knock it off course and it would miss Earth. You have enough warning time, uh -huh. which is funny because you see these like news stories of like an asteroid headed to Earth. Okay, also, just like bear with me here. You could also, I'm thinking you could find like um, the best team of roughnecks on an oil drilling rig and you could train them how to be astronauts. Maybe you take a weekend, a, a week at most. Then uh, you put some, the astronauts would, would chaperone these oil drillers up there. Uh, one of them looks like Bruce Willis. And you take him up to the asteroid and you drill a giant hole in the asteroid and then you put a bomb down there and you blow up the asteroid and it, sh it blows up into all little tiny asteroids which aren't going to be... like You could do that, theoretically. I mean, theoretically. like That sounds foolproof. Yeah. I'm surprised that didn't come up in this documentary. Yeah. Wow. And I feel like Bruce is the guy for the job. Yeah, he probably is. Yeah. Just, just gut instinct alone yeah. tells me. Yeah. So they say, like, it seems like the most catastrophic thing, but it's the one thing that human beings figured out a way, or now in this case, two ways. Right. Um, to properly throw it off course so it doesn't hit Earth, because you don't have to knock it that far off course. Right. Um, so if that's true, what else would be true, right? 
aliens would be able to direct an asteroid to hit Earth and wipe out dinosaurs. See where I'm going with this? Yeah. If we can control the trajectory of an asteroid to not hit Earth, certainly. Yeah, ipso it, facto. Yeah. The re- if that's true, the reverse must also be true. I'm, there you go. Like, I'm sure like an Einstein thing. Um, so here are your options for how dinosaurs got wiped out, essentially. Aliens just came and fought them out of boredom because they didn't feel like they were doing a good job with this Earth experiment out of fear because they were too big mm. um, and scary. And they were Getting like, oh, a little too big for your britches there, Brontosaurus. Monster. Um, they coexisted the same time as the Mayans and the Mayans hunted the ones that were left. A nuclear attack, which is why we have radiation, or we've redirected an asteroid. Also, hit Earth and wipe them out. It cannot be ruled out. Time traveling Nazis. It cannot be ruled out. It can't. So we were talking at the beginning of this. They genocided the Jews. What's to stop them from like no, 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 I don't like none of none of these none of these dinosaurs have the blonde hair and the blue eyes. Gotta get rid of them. No, I mean, yeah, no baby dinosaurs came up, and mm-hmm. and what we knew about no Aryan ones. Yeah. Um. So those are like your possibilities, basically, for dinosaurs getting wiped out, and they're all related two aliens like an asteroid didn't just naturally hit earth right um so you know then we get into some evolution discussions uh oh i I can't believe i almost forgot to mention this Mm. with the idea of the aliens attacking the dinosaurs uh there is hindu text and artwork always hindu text Always about lizards getting blown up. Mm-hmm. Not like dying in any one way, but like getting blown up properly. So either humans were attacking them because they were coexisting at the same time mm-hmm. or aliens were blowing them up. Did not want to leave that out. No. Very based on um, ancient artwork. A lot of these theories. Yes. Yes. Very sewn into ancient artwork. Yeah. Um, and it should be noted a lot of this, they seem to leave this out, but I think it's an important detail that a lot of ancient artwork included animals that you might find around and parables to go along with those things. Mm-hmm. Um, much like, you know, a fairy tale. So right. they forgot to leave that detail out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my second favorite part of this, uh, Came right at the end, and it was a little bit of a cliffhanger. Mm. They brought up birds again. There's only been one dinosaur that we know of that was built for flight. Mm. And you're like, oh, this is probably some sort of evolution, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's how we have birds. We think that ostriches are actually an Mm -hmm. alien descendant, things Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But how does that evolution naturally occur? Like, you might think, like, oh, humans evolved from monkeys. There's all this, like, overlap. Mm -hmm. Aliens tinkered with their DNA. Is what we are led to believe. Or 
altered the Earth's elements to make it so only certain species survived, and then they would evolve from there. Putting their fingers on the scale. Putting their long, skinny, gray fingers on the scale of justice and weighing it in their favor. I see how it is, aliens. It's true. I see how it is. So, I kind of feel like that's where it ended. And it was like, we were just getting into aliens manipulating DNA and controlling asteroids hitting Earth. Like, that I felt like should have been. I Personally, I love the idea of... uh, uh, the theory of uh, aliens wiped out the dinosaurs. There's the one theory, which is the probably thing that I would go with if I was the aliens. Let's just go down there in our big um, flying saucers and shoot them all with our lasers and yeah. kill them that way. But like, and then what another alien in like the council of aliens goes, no, 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 no. We have to make it look like an accident. So, so let's send a big rock down from space. To, yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, no. To we the nobody we that we, we have We don't to want it to, to look like we had anything to do with do this. Do with it, yeah. So we got to just like, let's nudge at an asteroid that's going to miss. Let's nudge it so it hits. And therefore, our hands are clean. Well, and there was kind of this prevailing feeling that like, Oh, maybe we're in over our head with the dinosaurs. Got real big and angry. So the asteroid, I think, would have just been like a, we don't even have to deal with the mess that we made situation. But um, a very fun episode. Literally nothing about it made me feel like we could buy into anything that they said. Um, And there was like a belief that aliens and dinosaurs still kind of exist, which was fun. Like the Loch Ness Monster. Mm -hmm is really a dinosaur. Yeah. And also exists. It exists. It, Israel is a dinosaur sent by alien. Right. So probably um, not like an octopus that surfaced or something or like yeah, no. a giant fish or something. No. No. So um so the second one that I that I watched, this will be much more brief, because uh, I didn't take notes on it. Um was uh Aliens and Bigfoot. Which, what a nice transition from the Loch Ness Monster into Bigfoot. That's another thing. Because um, th- one of the theories around uh, Bigfoot and why aliens. So, uh, so um, there are these Bigfoot sightings everywhere. But no one's actually been able to capture one. What if it's because they can beam themselves up whenever they want so yes, you saw one, and then he goes like whoop, and he just like gets vaporized back up to his spaceship because a Bigfoots are actually aliens, and that's the whole deal. And the reason why we can't find Bigfeets is because they're aliens who just go back up to their spaceship. They're coming down. They're doing reconnaissance work in the woods of the Pacific Northwest mainly. And they want to find out about, I don't know, all the trees. And so they, they're doing a lot of research. Maybe they're, maybe they're like alien botanists. I don't know. And they want to find out what's all the, all the, all the trees are like. And then they, they oh, hey, the human's over there. Uh, better, better scare him away by screeching at him. And, uh, and then, uh, then run away and then get beamed back up, Scotty. Uh, 
all, all of this is there's there's so many conflicting theories. One thing that we know for sure, big feats are aliens or aliens put them here. We don't know why. Here are 12 theories of why aliens might have done this. My favorite one is that Earth is a penal colony. <laughs> that the, the big feet are actually prisoners sent here by aliens to like get, out. like that that's that's they're only here because the aliens sent them here because they 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 they're prisoners they're like um, picking up trash on the side of the street like just um and uh, or or they're spies sent here by the aliens to to do reconnaissance work um they don't want to say, like the, f- um in literally every culture for thousands of years there's always been the tale of the wild man who's lived outside of the like they 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 go from like um there's a the ancient sumerians wrote about the enkidu who was um uh uh the 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 companion the big hairy angry half man half ape companion of the god gilgamesh or some fucking thing um uh, and what if that wasn't just a story, but actually true? And and they go from that to like, you know who else probably was actually a Bigfoot? Goliath from David and Goliath, probably actually a Bigfoot. I mean, why not? We have no evidence that he wasn't a Bigfoot. You know who else was? Merlin. Merlin. You know why? Because he was he was hairy and he lived outside the bounds of regular society. Also, uh, probably magic. Big feet or magic, maybe, or they're aliens. Not sure. So much conjecture in this episode was like, hey, there's always been these stories of people who live out in the woods. Maybe they're all big feet. And um, I'm like, and also aliens. And uh, but there was one that I loved the most, and they spent a long time on this. Was what if the reason that we'd never seen where big feet actually live? Is because they live underground. Maybe they live in caves, a very dark and and uh, uh, elaborately connected series of caves, uh, volcanic tubes, and also there's no way these vol- these caves were made by magma going through the Earth's crust or carved by an underground river. No, of course not. They were made, these caves, by aliens, specifically to put the big feet there so the big feets can walk freely from, like, there's, they show, like, they say, I, I didn't know this was true, there's a network of caves that, that, that travel from, like, northern California all the way up to Alaska. Like, you can enter a cave somewhere near Mount Shasta in California, and you could, theoretically, walk out the other end of it like in Anchorage, Alaska. And I'm like, really? Is that a is that a thing? Because we should put a subway through there and and really cut cut down on, on travel time. Um I, I believe that's what Elon Musk is doing. It's just doing his like little underground uh, drilling Interstate company. Situation? Yeah, yeah, so he's trying to do that. Um uh but it all of it came down to like um Big big feet can be uh, can they, they might not even be all that big, and their feet might be regular sized. But as long as they're hairy, they're a bigfoot and also an alien, or they are a different kind of alien. Maybe the greys 
the 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 weird like like the the ones with the big oblong heads and the and the black eyes maybe those aliens are a different species of alien and the big feet are actually the those the the gray alien slaves and they were bred by the gray aliens to do manual labor i mean look how big they are if they were actually real and they would be and then they were they brought them down here so they could build things or or take things and 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 that's that's what happened. So this it was, ends up you could just be a guy that's hairy. That they they say that it's that, called Bigfoot, and he doesn't even have to have big feet. What a fucking letdown. There's a thing where they they talk about how like um in many of the stories he's almost ten feet tall, but in some of the stories he's under six feet tall. Um, so which is it? And they they say well obviously uh. Eyewitness stories can vary from case to case. Um, and they're four not... feet. <laughs> so were you the... talking to a five-year-old right. at one point? I, I don't know, man. It's just it, this one. This one is it is it is kind of crazy how 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 deep they get into the whole like the the bit the big feet live in caves, and not only that, like they do in this whole thing of like. There are so many animals that live in caves that we've never. There are there are caves all over the world we've never mapped them before. This is true. They just found one uh, in China, like a giant sinkhole in China, out in the middle of nowhere in China, and the sinkhole is so big, it has its own forest growing at the bottom of the sinkhole, and giant trees that are they're almost ready to peek out the top of the sinkhole because they're all growing towards the light. They have a whole ecosystem of shit that works down in this in this thing, and like it's you went. There's photos from like at the bottom of it, looking up, and like it's daylight in there. Um, I mean, not for yeah. And they just they just I found feel it. like you had a couple moments like this too, where you were like, "Oh, I learned a fact that was cool." Well, no, that that <laughs> fact I learned separately of this, but oh, okay. like the whole thing of like the the that there are caves that we don't know about. We're always discovering yeah, new ones. Of course. Um, but they were like, there are all. They show all these uh, pictures of all these animals that live in caves that have evolved without the need for eyesight or all these things. And um, because, and I'm like, yeah, because they stay in the caves all the time. You don't see like there's a there's a whole species of salamander that like never leaves that that lives in these, these caves, but they don't have eyes because they evolved without them. Nobody sees a salamander walking through the forest one night, and then the salamander disappears and runs back to his cave. He lives in the cave. So they're, they're, they're saying that the evidence that big feet live in caves is that other creatures also live in caves. And I'm like, yeah, but those creatures stay in the caves. They don't like leave the I cave. I also feel like if you're gonna, you have to have at least one giant footprint. You have to have something. You have to have something. This was kind of like, when they were like this, there's only one species of dinosaur that was built for flight. And I'm like, but at the beginning of the show, you said there were thousands of species that we don't even know about. Right. Like, there's just like little holes like that. But this one is the most vacant because, A, you're talking about two hypotheticals, right? You're mm -hmm. talking about aliens and you're talking about Bigfoot. Right. So you're talking about two things that we have no proof. It, presu it presupposes that Bigfo Bigfoot is real. Yeah. And if he is real... He's he's got to be an alien, right? Like this yeah. is the only, only possible. And, and uh, they they do this thing where like they um 
they say, what if he is a descendant of Gigantopithecus, which was like a, a, a prehistoric giant ape that was like 10 feet tall, walked on his hind legs. If Bigfoot were real, it does feel like to me like that's the most logical explanation that he's a descendant of an offshoot of humans and apes. Um, but they say, yeah, but probably not though. Probably an alien. Like they do this whole thing of like, here, here's what might be the case. Um, and I just love that like they, they couldn't find, <laughs> they couldn't find any Bigfoot historian that is like, if like based in the real world, like, you know, like, I believe in Bigfoot, but I also believe that aliens probably didn't put him here because, right. because Earth is a penal colony for aliens. Like, there's nobody who says big. I believe Bigfoot is real because I've seen I've seen one, um, and uh, I believe that he is a he's a he's a missing link between humans and apes or or whatever. And here's my reason for this. By the way, uh, I am a biologist uh, that studied you know you know, UC Berkeley or something. No, it's just the, all these people who are just off their rock. And I love that so many of the people that I saw talking with very, very specific knowledge about how the, how the Nazis got all their ideas for their future weapons from diagrams that were written by Hindus in India 3,000 years prior. And they're talking about it with such absolute certainty that these people are have the same same kind of certainty and specific knowledge also about how big feet are just aliens. They're aliens, obviously they're aliens. Like how is how is this guy? There's at least two or three of them, but one guy in specific, because because this is a guy who talks like this. Oh, I hated that guy about everything. Uh, we know for a fact that this is a thing, and also they did this. He's the guy who does the counting on his fingers, very dramatic. The worst. And, and this is the guy who talks like this. How does a guy who talks like this about how the 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 Nazis obviously built a time machine, uh, and they called it Die Glocke, which is, of course is German for the bell. How does a guy who talks like that about Nazis also be like, obviously... Bigfoot brings it goes back to the Sumerian times of the Enkidu, who of course was uh, the companion of Gilgamesh. Um, like that guy doesn't get to be that arrogant in his knowledge about two wildly different things as the Nazis and Bigfoot. I'm sorry, you're gonna pick one of those things to actually have know anything about. Pick a specialty. Um, I want to know the overlap between this and like flat earthers. Because flat earthers start with like, yeah, the earth is flat. And then they go to Australia doesn't exist. And uh, everybody in it is played by actors. Like, I didn't realize that jump was there until my mm -hmm. sister told me about this. Yeah, She watched a lot of documentaries about these things. Mm -hmm. She does not believe them. She's yeah. normal, I promise. Yeah. Um, but like, I need to know like where it starts and where it ends. Yeah. I, and I also, don't... how do you get into this study? Like, do you... I'm assuming I want to. I want the therapy notes of all. Well, these there's people. there's like there's like one woman who actually seemed like she had it together. She um she was interviewed in the in the um 
only in the Bigfoot one. She is only an expert on Bigfoot. But she's, for her. No, but it's she, a specialty. That, yeah. Um, she uh, was a professor, I think, at Cal State Northridge. And she's a professor of, uh, of, of, of like, early American folklore. So she would, like, have the expertise to, like, talk about, you know, like, she doesn't believe any of it. But she's talking about, like, these are the stories that were passed down for these tribes in the Pacific Northwest about the Sasquatch. She was a scholar of these things. Yes. Um, uh, But she's not, like... I saw me and my cousin Earl, we were out hunting and we saw the Bigfoot. And ever since then I had to catch me one. Um, like she's just, just a, a person who studies like folklore um, or, or um, what's it called? Um, cryptozoology or something like that. Like it's, it's that kind of a thing. No, no, no. These are people who are, they like to dabble in every corner of what I like to call bat shittery. Because that's what you have to be to believe so much of this stuff. And again, I we I feel like we have gotten off the central topic of this episode, which is a, all of these episodes are on a show. They're a part of a show that has been on the History Channel for 10 damn years. That is terrifying. The, and also explains a lot. The History Channel. The History Channel, all channels, but it is like now I like I want to go watch more episodes. Oh, I th- this is the one you were going to talk. You were going to talk about. You no. only got a chance to watch one of them. You were going to talk about, um, which was called Aliens oh. and the Old West, which is really fun to me because I want to know Billy the Kid, obviously an alien. That's why he disappeared. Nobody ever found his body. Um, uh, uh, also, there was another one that I think I am going to go back and watch. Um, called Aliens and the Founding Fathers. Um, so good. Which, which I just, I need to know if B- Benjamin Franklin was an alien and that's how he knew to put a, a key on his kite and how that's electricity. Absolutely was, where that started. Obviously, Benjamin Franklin was given the secret of electricity by aliens. Like, obviously. Yeah, before um, they got to Nazis, they were like, we gotta start with yeah. electricity. Um, But uh, here's what I need to do. Anytime somebody comes at me with like, this is what the founding fathers really believed. Then I get to go back at them on Twitter with like, did you know that actually the founding fathers were all aliens? Send. Yep. And then I just I will link to the episode. Link to that episode. Perfect. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to say get the flick out of here to this flick. Um, but I will say, get the flick out of here to the people who are actually talking. Like, hey, what the what the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about, people? Especially the guy who talks oh, like this. In hated all that guy. Segments. This is how this guy talks. In all, if you watch, and I'm I'm convinced now that because he was on apparently on the dinosaurs episode, yeah. saying, he was he was he was in the one about the Nazis. He was in the one about Bigfoot. He's probably on all the episodes. Uh, because like he was like, you're paying me four hundred dollars and I get free lunch to talk like I know shit about all of these subjects. I'm in. Sign Do me you up. You know for why it. he's on every episode? No. He's an alien. 
that explains so much. Only an alien would think that humans beings talk like this. Like this. That's why he's a parody of himself. He's like, I've been studying humans and this is how they behave. This is how the humans they talk behave. about all the things they know about. It's like a cross between like how adults talk on Peanuts cartoons. Yes. And like a professor on Boy Meets World, like smushed into one. Yes. But he's saying words. Yes. But I mean, words. Our yeah, about, I mean, Nazis about, built a time machine and went back in time to kill the dinosaurs. Is that actually words? I mean, the words. I didn't say they made sense in the order they were in. <laughs> Um, uh, I think we're probably going to wind up doing another episode about this show because there are too many good episodes to talk about. There are. We'll, um, we'll, 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 we'll cycle them in and out, uh, because, uh, yeah, and as always, well, we'll have to find different ideas, uh, f- from the fans of the show. Um, but thank you all for watching another episode. Um, we'll be back next week talking about God knows what, um, uh, but uh, Kate, can they find you on the Instagrams? You can. You can find me at Kate'sgrams on Instagram, uh-huh. and then you can find me on the Twitter at Alex Sour Graps. Uh, if you, if you, uh, let's be honest, most of you found us here because you watch us over on Fightful talking about professional wrestling, which is only slightly less crazy than the fact <laughs> that the Nazis built a time machine and traveled to another dimension. Um, uh, but yeah, so you, if you don't know, you can find us over on Fightful and Fightful Select. It's subsidiary, uh, talking about wrestling almost all of the time. So yeah, come over and find us there. Uh, and until then, get, get the, the flick out of here. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.